This is Alive with Joseph. Tonight I want to speak on the topic I've titled Rebuild. It's time to rebuild. You know, Pastor has been speaking to me, you know, and telling me it's time for us to rebuild. It's time to rebuild. And the more he says that, it's as though there's a loudspeaker in my spirit. I hear God saying, yes, it's time to rebuild. It's time to rebuild. Not just to rebuild the church, but to rebuild our lives as well. Some of you have lost marriages in this season. God is saying, don't give up on that marriage. It's time to rebuild. Some of you have lost businesses in this season. God is saying, it's time to rebuild. Understand that you and I have the anointing to rebuild. That is what the book of Isaiah 61 verse 3 says. He says, the spirit of the Lord is anointed is upon me. He says, he has anointed them to rebuild. Hallelujah. So you and I have what it takes to rebuild. Amen. And a few things are going to be very, very critical and very important in this season as we rebuild. I want us to look at a life that, you know what, came across something that it didn't plan. We speak in the book of uh, Genesis, we see the life of Hagar. Hagar was Sarah and Abraham's servant, a very faithful servant. She served them wholeheartedly until her mistress put her in a situation that she didn't plan for. You know, she told her, she made her husband to sleep with Hagar. Sarah made her husband to sleep with Hagar. And out of nowhere, she became jealous and started to treat her very wrong. If you read the book of Genesis chapter 16, verse 6, it says, But Abraham said unto Sarah, Behold, thy maid is in thy hand, so do her as it pleases thee. And when Sarah dealt hardly with her, she fled from her face. So after she gave, you know, after Sarah gave this woman to her husband, she began to treat her badly. She began to put her under uncomfortable situation. She, she just shook her life completely. She treated her so bad that this woman could not help it but run away. Let us take I want us to take from verse 7 of that chapter. It says, And the angel of the Lord found her by a fountain of water in the wilderness, by the fountain in the way to Shur. And he said, Hagar, Sarah's maid, where, where do you come from and where are you going? And she said, I am fleeing from the face of my mistress, Sarai. And the angel of the Lord said unto her, Return to your mistress and submit yourself under her hands. And the angel of the Lord said unto her, I will multiply your seed exceedingly, that it shall not be numbered for multitude. And the angel of the Lord said unto her, Behold, you are with a child and shall bear a son and shall call his name Ishmael because the Lord has had your affliction. Hallelujah. Because of the way that Sarah treated her, she ran into the wilderness. She found herself in a dry place. Hallelujah. It was not something that she had planned. Her life was good until Sarah, you know, interrupted her life. Her life was fine. She loved what she was doing. She was serving them wholeheartedly until Sarah interrupted her life. 
can we all testify that for many of us, our lives were good until COVID came. That our lives, things, our businesses were going somewhere. We had a direction. Our marriages were going somewhere. We might have had challenges, but things were good until COVID came and has thrown many of us into a different wilderness. You might not be in a business wilderness, but maybe your your emotions are everywhere you are in a wilderness. Maybe some of you, even your spiritual life is has found itself in the wilderness. You found yourself in a dry place, a place where you know this is not a place where people are supposed to be. But I love what God does. The Bible says he appears to her in that wilderness. In in that wilderness God will appear to you hallelujah and I believe this is God appearing to you today in the wilderness of your spiritual life in the wilderness of your financial life in the wilderness of your marriage in the wilderness of your business in chaos in the wilderness of your career this is God appearing to you to bring a change hallelujah the Bible says in the in in, in verse 9 it says and the angel of the Lord he asked them where are you going and he gave an instruction and says return I believe God is giving an instruction to you today he is saying return hallelujah return to him return to him return to him the enemy has come to shake things that have affected your faith but God is saying don't sit there don't run into the wilderness return to him he is the living waters hallelujah he says return to your mistress and submit yourself under her hands hallelujah it's interesting this actually for me is a teaching for another day you know the angel god knew how sarah treated her but he gives an instruction and he says return back to where you're treated bad return back to that same place where you're feeling that things are not fair and watch me work things out for you hallelujah we have every reason in this season to feel that it's not fair. It's not fair. You've worked so hard to build that career. You've worked so hard to build that business. You've worked so hard to build your family. You've worked so hard to raise those children on your own without a father. But because of this COVID, your children did not know how to cope. And the only thing they could tend to was drugs. Or the only thing they could tend to is something that has spiraled out of control. But God is saying, I am aware. God, come back to me. I know how to rescue the situation in verse 10 it says and the angel of the lord said unto her i will multiply your seed that it shall not be numbered for multitudes hallelujah god says out of that situation i'm going to bring out a miracle out of that situation that looks like a chaos right now i'm going to bless you exceedingly abundantly far above all that you can ever ask or imagine hallelujah in that mess god has your back in that situation god is going to come through for you hallelujah when he continues he says in verse 11 it says and the angel of the lord said unto her behold you are with a child she didn't know she was pregnant all she knew was that there's chaos in this house and i need to get out but the angel angel of the Lord knew where she was. Hallelujah. He said, you are pregnant and I'm here to let you know that 
God sees something that you don't see about yourself. Hallelujah. It's not over. You might have lost that business, but it's not over. God is saying you are pregnant with a child. God is saying you are pregnant with the ability to build a game. You have the building blocks. Hallelujah. You have what it takes to build a game. To build your marriage again. To build your business again. To build your family again. The building blocks to build your relationship with God back to where it was hallelujah he said you are pregnant with a child you are pregnant with a child I know it doesn't feel like it but you're pregnant with a child I know everything is a mess but you are pregnant with greatness you are pregnant with a miracle you are pregnant with a testimony you are pregnant with a breakthrough something great something bigger than what is happening around you is about to break forth in your life hallelujah glory be to Jesus and the Bible says it shall be a son and you shall call him Ishmael I love that the the word Ishmael there says because the Lord has had your affliction that is what Ishmael says the means Ishmael means the Lord has had my affliction and I want you to know that God has had your affliction you have been running around like a child that has been struggling to tie his shoes but God is saying I have heard your affliction and I'm here to help you. Glory be to Jesus. You are about to name your situation Ishmael. Glory to God. Because there is a God who hears and answers prayer and he has shown up in your life. Glory be to Jesus. The Bible continues and he says and and she called the name of the Lord that spake unto her. Thou God seest me. That is verse 13. For she said have I also here looked after him that seeth me? If you read it in another translation, it says, The Lord sees me. The Lord sees me. Hallelujah. She got joy from knowing that the Lord sees her. I want you to know that in that situation that you're going through, the Lord sees you. He sees you. Our God hears and he sees. And he doesn't just hear and he sees, but he acts. Hallelujah. But I've come to know that God always works in partnership with us. If your life is going to be rebuilt, if your business is going to be rebuilt, if your spiritual life is going to be rebuilt, he requires your participation. Hallelujah. And your participation will require that you listen out to God for divine instructions. God gave her a specific instruction in this situation. He said, go back. He said, return. Return. Because God knows where your miracle is. Hallelujah. I want you in this season to be in a lookout for divine instructions. The Bible says in the book of Isaiah chapter 30 verse 21. It says, and the ears shall hear a word behind thee saying, this is the way. Walk in it. When you turn to the right hand and when you turn to the left. Hallelujah. It says you shall hear a word. Listen, our God is a speaking God. Hallelujah. You don't need a prophet. You don't even need a pastor to hear the word of God. The veil has been torn. You now have access to the word of God for yourself. You have access to the voice of God. The Bible says my, my sheep hear my voice and the voice of a stranger they will not follow. In this season, Pray, 
press into the hear, to the speakings of God. Put your ear in the lips of God. Desire to hear what God is saying. The Bible says in the book of Haggai, he says, I will wait to hear. He says, I will wait to see what he will say to me. Hallelujah. There is a way back up and God knows that way. There is a way to the top again. There's a way to rising. There's a way to your miracle and God knows it. Hallelujah. Therefore, listen. Be on the listen for what God is saying. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I love what happens here. When the angel appears, he says, Hagar, he calls her by name. God knows you by name. He says, where are you going? Hagar, where are you going? And I can hear God saying, why are you afraid? Because that was the question that he asked them. Why are you afraid? He's asking you, why are you depressed? Why are you, why are you feeling hopeless? Why are you frustrated when I have a covenant with you? Why are you in that state when I'm working something new for you? Hallelujah. I can hear you, God saying to you, wipe your tears. Wipe your tears and turn to the right. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, is when she turned to the right she saw a well she saw a well of water hallelujah in that dryness in that dryness when she turned out of the instruction of the word of God she saw a well and as you turn to the instruction of the word of God in this season you will see opportunities that never existed before you will begin to see breakthroughs and turnarounds that were not there before hallelujah glory to God we are in a season that we must be on a lookout for divine instruction in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 6 from verse 6 to 8 we see God appearing to the children of Israel he asked them He's, he makes a, speci a specific statement there. Deuteronomy chapter 1 from verse 6 to 8. It says, The Lord our God spake unto us in Hebron, saying, You have dwelt long enough in this mountain. Turn you to the journey. Turn you and take your journey and go to the mountain of the Amorites and, all to, and to all the places nigh thereunto, into the plain, in the hills, in the valley and in the south by the side and all those places in verse 8 it says behold i have set the land before you go in and possess the land which the lord saw unto your fathers abraham isaac and jacob to give you to give unto them and to their seed after them. Hallelujah. God's promise, God's covenant has not changed. God still has a place for you. God still has something new for you. It doesn't feel like it, but there is a miracle that is waiting for you. There's a great breakthrough that is just waiting for you. Hallelujah. God appeared to them. He said, you have dwelt in this joblessness for, for long. He said, you have dwelt in this not having enough for long. You have dwelt in this slow growth for long. You have dwelt in this slow changes for long. Hallelujah. You have dwelt in homelessness for long. You have dwelt in, in not having or owning anything for long. He said, I have 
come to change that story. He said, break that circle because I need, for me to do anything in your life, I need your partnership. I need you to work with me. I need you to see what I'm saying. I need you to say what I'm saying. I need you to go where I'm taking you to. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Child of God, it's time to turn. Hallelujah. And if you continue with that story, after the children of Israel rose up from the in the first instruction, they walked a bit and then they got somewhere, they relaxed. They took a step and they got somewhere and they relaxed. That is our tendency that sometimes when we see a little breakthrough, we relax. Some of you are just looking for relief. And God is saying, I want to give you more than relief. I want to give you temporal deliverance. I want to heal you completely. I want you to bless you to the point that you will never again testify of poverty. That I want to bless you that you will never again testify of lack. That I want to bless you in a way that you will never again testify of a struggling marriage. He needs to, he wants to move you out from a place where things are just working. Hallelujah. Therefore, he appeared to them again in Deuteronomy chapter 2 verse 3. Verse 3 says, you have come past this mountain long enough. Turn, turn you northward. Hallelujah. You have stayed in this place for too long. This is not where I brought you to. Hallelujah. Move forward. Grow up. Grow up, grow up, mature, take responsibility, get, get serious, get focused, apply the law of focus, hallelujah, because there is something I want to do, I cannot do for you unless if you are single minded, I, there are things God cannot do for you until you give him total, total focus. There are changes you will not see until you become serious. The thing is with us, we want to see breakthroughs. We want to see miracles. We want to see healings. But we are not serious. And I believe God is saying, get serious with those healing scriptures. Get serious with those, with those prosperity scriptures. Get serious. Get serious. Then you will see results. Hallelujah. Listen, something great happens when you get serious. Hallelujah. But the power of getting serious what getting serious produces you need to get serious type in there and say it's time to get serious it's time i take my future serious it's time i take this rebuilding if that marriage is gonna work i'm telling you it will take both of you getting serious if that business is going to rise again it's gonna take both of you getting serious and that's what god was saying to the children of israel he was saying get serious guys because i've I've prepared something great for you and you can only take it when you get serious hallelujah glory to god the second thing i want you to understand is that there is divine help that is what he provided for for hagar he provided her with divine help in the book of isaiah it says for i the lord thy god will hold thy right hand saying unto thee fear not i will help thee hallelujah our god is a helper he says fear not i will help you i will help you i the lord will help you in this season listen all of us can testify that the help of man has failed there is no man that is not looking for help from god just because they are not calling on god from for, for calling on god for help it does not mean that they don't need the help of god the reality is 
At this moment, we all need the help of God. I need the help of God. You need the help of God. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, cast this any man who puts his trust in another man. Hallelujah. We need the help of God. And he says, I will send you divine help. Hallelujah. I will hold you by, my, by your right hand. Oh, he says he will hold you by your right hand. Fear not. Start building again and trust God to hold you by your right hand. Hallelujah. One of the things I love to do when I worship is to lift up my hands to heaven. And part of it is because every time I lift up my hands, something in me tells me he's taking hold of my hand to take me to where I can't take myself. Every time I lift up my hand, something tells me that God knows where I don't know. He can take me where I can't take myself. Hallelujah. This is a time for our generation, for you and I, together with our families, to lift up our hands and say, God, you are the only helper we know. You are the only helper we have. Take us to where we can take ourselves. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Understand this. That our God is a way maker. He is a way maker. In the book of Isaiah chapter 40 verse 3 to 5. It says the voice of him that cries in the wilderness. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted. And every mountain and hill shall be made low. And the crooked shall be made straight. And the right places plain. Hallelujah. Verse 5 it says, And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. Hallelujah. This was talking about Jesus Christ himself. Where it was prophesying John the Baptist who came to make a way for Jesus Christ. But I've got greater news. That same way that was made for Jesus, he has now given it to you and I. Jesus has given us the way so that anywhere you think or it looks like there is no way you can always have a way that is why he says I am the way the truth and the life hallelujah there is a way for you I know it looks like there is no way but there is a way for you and I love what he says he says because I am I have given you that way he says any failure no matter how low it looks like you're fallen he says I will lift you up the Bible says he will raise you from he says here every valley shall be exalted hallelujah meaning no matter how deep it looks like you're fallen he will bring you up when he continues he says and every every mountain shall be made low meaning that no matter how high or how difficult it looks impossible for you to get through he says i will make it low glory be to jesus and he says every crooked path i will make it straight it might look like things are not as straight as you want them to be now trust god to make it straight this is a promise that you and i should hold on to that God will make the crooked path straight for us. Hallelujah. And verse 5 says, and that glory and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall see it. Hallelujah. All flesh shall see what God will do for you. All flesh shall see your breakthrough. All flesh shall see your marriage restored. All flesh shall see your, your business restored. All flesh shall see your children restored. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. But in this season, it's going to require a special attitude. Rebuilding, rebuilding your life is not for everybody. It is for people that will have the right attitude. 
a right an attitude that not will not fail in their minds hallelujah you know in the book of numbers let's look for numbers chapter 14 verse 24 it says but my servant Caleb because he had another spirit with him he has followed me fully him will I bring into the land where unto he went and his seed shall possess it hallelujah God was bragging about a different attitude that Caleb had when everyone's mind fainted when every man's mind gave up because of what they saw with their natural eyes the Bible says God said Caleb had a different attitude Caleb had a different mindset Caleb the Bible says because he had another spirit that is what God is looking for he's looking for people who will have another spirit who will say even though things are a mess right now we can we can fix this no matter how messy it looks we have what it takes to fix it we have what it takes to build we have what it takes i might have no sand right now but i will work so hard that I will, my generation my entire generation will never again know what it means to lack hallelujah glory to god it says my servant caleb had another spirit with him and has followed me fully what gave him another spirit what gave him a different attitude was his following you have been following people you have been following friends you have been following family you have been following leaders it's time for you to follow god it's time for you to follow god fully hallelujah because he only he has the blueprint of your life hallelujah i like what he says in the book of deuteronomy chapter 8 from verse 2 to 5 he said look i brought you out of egypt and i allowed you to go through the wilderness to do certain things he says i allowed you so that i can prove your heart i wanted to see what your heart looks like i wanted to see what you do when you get into trouble i wanted to see if you will still worship me when things are not going your way i wanted to see if you will still call me lord if I don't see, do things the way that you want me to do. Hallelujah. I wanted to prove to, to prove why you are following me. Are you following me because you have everything? That when you don't have anything, you stop following me. Are you following me because I have been blessing you? What happens when you don't see your blessing in my life, in your life? It is not that God wants to test you. He wanted to reveal you to yourself. Because in this season we have come to know ourselves. We have come to know whether we really truly believe God or not. Do we believe God when we are healed? Or even in our sicknesses we still call him healer? Do we still call him provider even when our fridges are empty? Do we still call him faithful when we don't know how we are going to pay school fees? This is a season of testing for many. And you and I must pass this test. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We must deliver ourselves from a peacock mentality. What is a peacock mentality? A peacock mentality, you know, it's like an ostrich. The ostrich does the same thing. When an ostrich goes through challenges, it goes into hiding. It buries its head under the 
under the, under the sand. And it hopes that by the time it lifts its head up, things will have changed. But it's not going to be us. And unfortunately, when it comes out, it realizes that nothing has changed. Because nothing is going to change until you and I partner with God and work hard and do what we know to do to rebuild. Use the knowledge, the skills, the abilities that we have to rebuild our lives, to rebuild our relationship with God, to rebuild our homes, to rebuild our church, to rebuild everything that God has entrusted us with. Hallelujah. Listen, murmuring will not help anybody. Anybody that will adopt an attitude of complaining, I'm telling you they will be left behind. Anybody that will adopt an attitude of complaining, that, oh God, but you know, listen, we are in a day where you can't blame anybody. They have said, COVID is an invisible enemy. Who, where, where, what will you point at? We, we are in, a, in that time that nobody has an excuse. We all have valid excuses, but excuses will not help us rebuild our lives. You can't stay there and keep blame, blaming the same man, blaming the same woman, blaming your boss, blaming, blaming everything blamable. It cannot work like that. Now God is calling all of us to rise up. Sit up. Sit up. Listen, this is a season that you, 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 you bandage yourself as you build and keep building. We don't have the luxury to sit down and take care of our wounds. It's not the day we are living in. Because all of us are wounded. If you're waiting for me to come and bandage you, I need to take care of myself as well. We all must... We have what it takes to rise up and rebuild. We have what it takes to rise up and rebuild. Hallelujah. So let's rise up and rebuild and watch God help us because he's the Lord, our helper. He is ready to help us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Turn back to his word. Turn to his word. In the word of God, there is healing. In the word of God, there is restoration. In the word of God is everything that you need to win again. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I hope you got something this morning. I hope you're returning back to his feet. I hope you're returning back to a place of worship. I hope you're returning back to the place of prayer. A place of honor and reverence for God. A place where you say, God, I long for your voice more than any other voice. I long for you more than any other thing. Because only you can bring me out of this. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let us pray. Father, we thank you tonight. We thank you, Father, for speaking to us. We thank you, Lord God Almighty, for calling us out of our self-pity. Thank you, Lord, for calling us out of our comfort zones. We thank you, God, for calling us to a place of rebuilding. A place of responsibility. A place where you are taking us to. A place of possessing. Mighty Father, we just receive grace tonight. We trust you, Father. We trust you to take you to take us where we can't take ourselves. We worship you. We adore you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. I will stop here this evening. But I hope you learned something. I hope you got something out of this. And I want to hear your testimony of how you rise 
without excuses and rebuild. It is possible. You can. Glory to God. Thank you so much for listening. We believe you were blessed by the word. For more, please visit our website, www.alivewithjoseph.com, as well as subscribe to our YouTube channel, Alive with Joseph Ngogotcha. Till next time, God bless.